0: I will turn Gotham into an icy graveyard. Then, I will pull Batman's heart from his body and feel it freeze in the hands. Ah. <laughs>
1: Why were you so nervous to click that record button
2: i i just
1: you don't want to talk about this movie today
2: every time right before i hit record i envision what the episode sounds like and mm. where the conversation goes and what movie we're about to just dive into how do you picture this one going? On. i will say to anybody out there who is like oh yeah batman and robin uh-huh. the worst of the bunch I bet the <laughs> bagel boys are just gonna dunk all over this movie
1: batman robin we're like batman and dumb movie
2: why are you (laughs) like this
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's what the people are saying not me oh okay
2: that's (laughs) really doesn't speak well to our audience then (laughs) i was gonna say that Mm -hmm. this i don't know if that's gonna be this right like we're going to we're going to get our few sh- fair share of uh slaps and you know shots in there but yeah. we're not you think gonna we're going to be more
1: positive than people are anticipating Is that i what don't want to
2: say positive okay. cuz i feel like that discredits us quite a bit <laughs> if we were like ah, actually this one's a 9.7 no <laughs> oh
1: shoot you saw my rating yeah
2: i did <laughs> i just think that this in general like everybody's already heard all of the negative things you could possibly say about this mm so why not try our best to be like, hey, this was a very unique time.
1: It was. And I'm gonna show my handle early.
2: Um I'm gonna No, I'm gonna say, say I'm gonna don't talk don't.
1: more positively about this movie than I did Batman Forever. I am. Okay. I'm gonna, I listened back to our Batman Forever and I was a little negative Nancy.
2: You were. You didn't I like I didn't Batman, like, you didn't like no. Robin, you didn't like no. Nicole Kidman, you didn't, didn't, didn't like Tommy Lee Jones, didn't. you were kind of annoyed with Jim Carrey as Riddler. There. I like yeah, I think you <laughs> yeah. I like
1: this movie a little bit better. I just gotta say.
2: We can get into that. We will get
1: into it. We because will this
2: is the Bagel Boy show. Yeah. It is a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously, seriously.
1: What do we do here?
2: We are your co-hosts. Mm. I'm Wes, and that is Daniel.
1: Mm. The Robin to his Batman. I think you'd be the Batman in this situation.
2: Let's be honest here. We're both like two bumbling Jim Gordons. <laughs> For two little Pat Hingles? No, I'm like Pat Hingle. You're more of like a Gary Oldman. Where you're like, oh. yeah, you're just kind of like, like right before he becomes commissioner, you know? Really? Your <laughs> Batman Begins, Gary Oldman. Huh. You're very yeah. eager to like try. And you're very excited about the cool things that are happening around you.
1: <laughs> it's funny that Jeffrey Wright is playing him. Because I always picture Commissioner Gordon as being kind of a doofus. And Jeffrey Wright is so cool. So I wonder how they're going to pull that off. Mm -hmm. We'll find out tomorrow. We'll
2: find out. We also are liars. Last week we said, hey, this is the last episode before we see the new Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow we either forgot that we would have time to record this episode, (laughs) possibly the next one too, before seeing the Batman. Yeah. So no spoilers because we don't know any spoilers. (laughs) There won't ever be spoilers. I'm
1: reading the wiki synopsis right now, though. I'm just going to skip to the end real quick.
2: The year is 1997. The director is Joel Schumacher. Back at it again. The Robin is still Chris O'Donnell. But we got a new face behind. A new the very Kate handsome face. The cow. Yes, the cow. George Clooney. Little Georgie is now <laughs> Batman. And you want to know what's very unfortunate, even though we were not positive on Val Kilmer Tell me. Is that they st- <laughs> they were so excited and so pumped up about the excess of Batman Forever and, it, and its box office and whatnot mm-hmm. that they streamlined production for this next one. They were like, oh, man, okay, well, this one's great, so we got to make another one really quick. Let's make a fourth Batman. Let's bring everybody back. And Val Kilmer had signed on already to do a different movie. I, fr- I think it might have been Tombstone or something like oh, okay. that.
1: My dad's favorite movie. Well... My dad was he, he dodges a
2: bullet on Batman and Robin because <laughs> they were like, "All right, well, I guess you're just not Batman anymore, Val." That's
1: tough. <laughs> they were Poor just like, Val. Let's
2: just <laughs> the scheduling doesn't work. We want our Batman movie, and we want it now. That's what Warner Brothers was saying.
1: We got toys to sell. But, Put that movie out, and let's oh, sell some toys. So many toys. This role but, almost went to William Baldwin, which would make me very unhappy. William Baldwin. Yes, William Baldwin. Not Alec Baldwin. No, nobody with the last name of Baldwin should play Batman ever in any situation.
2: Bat Baldwin, huh? I could see it. Right? No, no, you can't. It w- okay, for no. thi- okay for this run of Batman. Fine, I can see it too, Ke- but I Keaton, don't want to admit it. Kilmer and Clooney. I know. Uh, it doesn't really work. He doesn't have a K in his name. Keaton. Alec.
1: <laughs> but Baldwin? I thought you said
2: it was William. Yeah, I know, but what if Alec? Alec Baldwin. <laughs>
1: Hey, have you seen his Trump impression? That's pretty Uh, funny. Can we not? That's pretty funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I have seen, though? What? The Rotten Tomato (laughs) Meter. Oh, have you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Daniel. Okay, and I listened to our Batman Forever episode, and I'm familiar with the rules again. Last week, I was a little hazy on how to play, but I think I got it down this
2: time. Every... movie we covered. (laughs) Daniel is posed with the challenge of entering the Rotten Tomatoes gauntlet where he must guess the critic and audience consensus. They do percentages. Bagels are the superior food item to rate your movies on, which is what we will be scoring the movie on Mm -hmm. later on in this podcast. But as for now, we're going off of these tomato meters okay let me pull up the score real quick no 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 pull oh, phone what? down oh Joel Schumacher's tongue-in-cheek attitude hits an unbearable limit in Batman and Robin resulting in a frantic and mindless movie that's too jokey to care much for
1: I disagree with that consensus okay
2: but what can I say think? why sure you can go ahead and say why it's rotten by the way
1: I think what this movie gets right that Batman forever did not. Is Batman Forever tried to throw in a little bit of drama and darkness to the story, mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't go full hog. Hog,
2: just hog, hog, <laughs> hog. What? Wild?
0: Hog. Is that a
1: sp- expression? Hog full hog hog? wild, full hog. Is full hog an expression? Hold on a uh, second. I don't think so. No, ladies and gentlemen, give me a second. Hog wild, right? No, no, no. It's full
2: hog. You don't go full hog. You go full boar, right? Full hog. Is yes, full hog, whole hog. Whole I hog. apologize, whole hog.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> this man just went whole hog. <laughs> Batman and whole hog. <laughs>
2: it's a new comic book from DC.
0: Oh, I Comics. love
2: Give me all the issues. It's a new villain, whole hog. Whole hog. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, but do you agree that this movie is just like no? Let's just be silly and fun, and they say screw it to no.
2: It, it does. It's, it. Uh, I'll get into that, so before I okay. say why, okay, go ahead and, and shoot me your your guesses okay, on the Let me look the up critics. scores real quick. No, just oh. say it.
1: Well, how am I supposed to know if I don't look them up?
2: You have guessed incorrectly like 88% of the time.
1: <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming it's rotten.
2: I just said it was rotten. We're doing so this too. again, aren't we? Yeah, I know. We'll just get on board here. Quit Sorry. going whole hog on me.
1: Okay. I'm going to guess whole hog that it is
2: 32%. No, I'll give you another guess because it's lower than uh, 32. 9% is 12%. Okay. <laughs> critics hate this aye, movie. Aye, aye, caramba. Audience is higher than a 12, but it's rotten. But it's still rotten. It's probably a 30 30. 16 people
0: really? hate this movie too.
1: See, I don't I don't know if it's deserving of all that hate. It's bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah,
2: it's really bad. To quote Kevin Malone, oh, it's real bad. <laughs>
1: But it's not a movie
2: I hate. Okay. So let's (laughs) think about this for a second. Because I want to say that if I really think about it, Uh is this a movie or is this mainly advertisements with plot? Yes. And you can put blame on that for other movies. Yes, other movies... You know, like Transformers, for example, advertise the hell out of it. Like every Mm -hmm. other frame, there's something being pushed. And this movie is very similar to that. You've got costume changes for the characters that don't make any sense. You've got all these different weird, wacky, flamboyant set pieces Mm -hmm. and explosions of color and one-liners and whatnot. So it feels like it's disingenuous to say, oh, they were really trying to make a movie, which they were. No. Well, you know, yeah. you put blood, sweat, and tears to any project like this. But as a whole, the corporate – Joel Schumacher called it toy-etic. Yeah. "toyetic" is the word he used to describe this movie. Because when you watch it, it feels like a children's cartoon commercial break where it's like, yeah. hey – by the way, you've got Batman on ice skates. It's Bat on skates.
1: I like that. Bat skates.
2: You know? So, yes, it's a movie.
1: That's your take? It's a movie?
2: It's a movie. Okay. I just, I don't know. Because, yeah, Forever failed. Mm. But it had to try. Does this movie try with anything deep at all to say about any character? <laughs> no,
1: but... It has an even tone throughout the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's it what does. I think it's, I prefer about if you're it. On of the it's, two.
2: Yeah, if you're on its wavelength, it's you're there. You're, you yeah. just, just watch the commercial. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy Arnold Schwarzenegger saying one-liners, this, perfect. Here you go. <laughs> you got almost two hours of that right here. That's the whole thing.
1: For a potent quotable section, can you just play a compilation of all his puns? I,
2: yeah, I can. I won't even do an impression. We'll just... Insert just those Just insert. Clips. <laughs> there's no point in wasting our time. Uh, there's a. I don't remember a tagline for this movie, but on Letterboxd here, it, it just says, "Strength, courage, honor, and loyalty." That's no, I'm not making that up. Like that's what it has as the tagline what? here. What is this? The Boy Scouts? Like Ooh. this is this is Batman here? Strength, courage, that's honor, terrible. loyalty.
1: I hope that that's on a poster somewhere.
2: It's it's not on the poster that I see here. The poster they have here is very, like, reminiscent of what was to come now, where it's like you've got all the heads and all the faces of the people kind of yeah, mishmashed yeah, yeah. into one colorful kind of poster with all of them looking on, you know, directly into the camera. Right. This is Batman and Robin. A movie that I watched almost as much. As Batman Forever, we've talked about this like our first time viewings, and I'll go first this time. Normally, I ask you what you talk first. first, I talk first. I talk first. You talk first. It was a lot of fun to watch this one. I was always drawn more to Batman Forever because of Jim Carrey and because of the origin story for Robin. Whereas this one, Robin has stuff to do, but it's always complaining about why he can't get with Poison Ivy, or you know, pining and chasing after. Alicia Silverstone, who eventually becomes Batgirl. So there's not a whole lot of positive Robin in this until, like, the very, very end. It's a very muddled attempt at trying to, like... Tells something that should be simple. It stuffs a lot, a lot, a lot of characters and <laughs> places and events into it. Where it should yes, be, it hey, does. Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. Two supervillains that never should work together. Or working together to take over Gotham Their City. Their plan doesn't
1: make sense. Right. But yes.
2: So, even as a kid. Yes, I enjoyed this movie quite a lot. It was the first one to go into, like, the trash bin of, like hey, I don't like this anymore. I vividly remember growing up, you know, not even into my teen years. I think I dropped this one at, like, age 11 or 12. Oh,
1: you matured way
2: faster. No, I won't. No, because I still, don't get me wrong, I still liked Batman Forever and a lot of <laughs> other children's movies. This is just one that I remember being like, I don't like this anymore. Starting
1: at age 11, Wes only watched the Criterion Collection. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was just Moneyball and repeat. It hadn't even come out yet. I don't know how I pulled that one off. but <laughs>
1: Can we get through one movie where we don't reference Moneyball? Uh, Please. I think last week. Did we? I don't think. Can, we... thought... Can you insert something about Moneyball in that movie? In that I'll, episode? Re-ed-
2: I'll re-edit it and re-upload it. <laughs> what about you? When was the first time you watched this one?
1: Well, this is similar to My Batman Forever because my dad didn't care about these movies, so I never got around to them. So I watched them first in high school. And they were oh, wow. fun movies. I remember watching with a buddy of mine in high school, and we had a great time. It was over at Sleepover, and we were just up late watching, laughing at it. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. We um, Rewatched it a couple years ago. Uh, watched it by myself, which <laughs> never
2: do. No. It's just not a fun movie to watch by yourself. Sorry for this sound. Oh, we needed that for this episode. We needed that to re-watch the movie, to be honest. This episode is sponsored by White Claws Surge. This is a bat seltzers. Bat seltzers. We got 8% alcohol in this thing. I'm drinking water. I don't know about you. That is not water, you liar. It's a clear beverage. It's water. It's not.
1: He's drinking straight vodka.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Breakfast, (laughs) lunch, and dinner.
1: (laughs) Rewatching this, though, I I don't know. I watched Forever and Robin Mm -hmm. um, back to back
2: on the weekend. You can say Batman now, by the way, Daniel. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. We're still calling things and Robin. <laughs> yeah. I watched
1: them back-to-back a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a really fun weekend. It's a good
0: double feature. It is a good double that.
1: feature. And I was kind of expecting to hate this one more because I feel like this one has the reputation of being one of the worst, not even superhero movies. One like of the worst, worst movies. movies ever. Everybody hates this movie. So, When you go in expecting that, you kind of enjoy it more. Because, like I said, this is a very bad movie, but I don't hate it.
2: Mm -hmm. It's, I think the adversity it faces so often is because, yes, earlier comic book iterations are always very cartoony and Mm -hmm. flashy and whatnot. It doesn't matter what superhero you're talking about. But when it comes to Batman, especially what people associate with him and that character, is... It's so intrinsically opposite of what people want from a Batman movie. When people saw Batman 89, they were like, yes, this is the one. And then, you know, Batman Returns came out. And some people were swayed away, just more so for the lack of Batman. But we're still digging the tone. And to this day, still like that movie. But then Batman Forever happened. And they're like, okay, we're getting a little weird here. But Batman as a whole was still fairly broody. Amongst some cheesy, corny moments and lines and whatnot, right? This movie, the bat's out of the bag. It is just a complete comic, humorous event after event, pun after pun. Everything is just a joke. There is no part in this movie where you're like, oh, George Clooney is kind of brooding and like yeah. mysterious or detective or anything. Anything's the keyword. word. He's nothing. It, There's nothing. There's really nothing.
1: They kind of harken back to the 60s Batman. And I feel like they kind of make yeah. this for the new generation of Batman fans who just... I, Those 12-year-old boys that are going to watch it, uh, watch this horny movie with Poison Ivy and buy the action figures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we've pulled off the hat trick so far. <laughs> This is another horny Batman movie. Please Ivy's too much. I'm sorry. Uma
1: Thurman. Oh, Wait, we'll, we'll, get, to we'll, it. Get, to we'll it. get to her. We'll, we'll get, get to right her.
2: Right now, we've got to make a stop.
1: I'm putting it. the whole hog in front of the bat, as oh, they say. <laughs> no. Oh, it's sorry. No, thank
0: you.
2: They don't say that? No. Okay. I don't even like you saying that. Okay. You need to slap <laughs> an E on this episode now. Spotify's going to be calling us. <laughs> not to be confused
1: with the big pee-pee. We're not slapping oh, a big pee because no. this movie is not perfectly paced. You...
2: What? It, uh, what? You've given up on that bit. I know I you have. You, no, I bring you it back. In a while. It. It's, in it's my, not even a bit. It's, it's, it's just something. Belt. It's naughty for you to say. That's it. What? You just get a little pleasure out. I of do
1: it. get a little giddy.
2: <laughs> TV. Wayne's World. we're going there we we're, we're here we're here right now we've Can got to talk about this main character yeah b- be my guest okay um wow that all of the enthusiasm
1: <laughs> no i uh gone. listen i think george clooney's batman is better than val kilmer's batman
2: mm-hmm.
1: i think as far as his bruce wayne they're about on par bad for different reasons mm-hmm. george clooney is playing george clooney
2: to yeah. an extent yeah
1: i mean there's really nothing to his character he's kind of just the uh he's a little sleazy in this movie don't point that microscope in my bedroom yeah <laughs> you know he's flirting it up with poison ivy he's uh he's a poor girlfriend by the way yeah completely wasted character
2: they like, don't know if they're gonna tie the knot or not she doesn't even show up in the end she just kind of disappears from she the movie just, to be he honest killed her. Uh, that's, it's a fan uh, theory I'm working on. Okay. Now, you know, all these years <laughs>
1: later. <laughs> 25 years later. <laughs> I don't know. I think that George Clooney has this kind of likability and charisma yeah. that kind of fits this silly Batman um, tone. And I honestly like him better the Val Kilmer as Batman, which I don't think I would have said a couple years ago when I watched these movies. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of change my tune i don't know it's kind of weird also to see this huge mega movie star play batman kind of like how ben affleck did it yeah but um
2: he was on er at the time and so let me ER. let me be hold on detour for a second okay i know mom was
1: obsessed with er and my watched watched too oh my gosh were they yeah oh it was a big show i watched so many seasons of er with my mom you're bringing me back
2: I'm just saying it's one of those things where I want to be very clear. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't like the performance, I still admire the actors who put in really hard work. Yes, not everybody works hard and some people take it the easier out, but George Clooney would work like 7 days a week, like 14 hour back to 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 back days. Yeah. Shooting ER and then coming to the Batman film set and shooting Batman. Yeah, Like, it's insane to think about the workload this guy was under, and to have a smile and very, like, charismatic attitude the entire time, that's commendable. Mm-hmm. If you want a sillier, more comedic Batman, yeah, I'll take Clooney over Kilmer nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Do I think Kilmer was trying harder than George Clooney to, like, be a Batman or Bruce Wayne? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he was. I think George Clooney was, like, this was his big break. I think as a very serious actor that he is and a very talented actor, he sniffed this movie out as a turd in the wind. Immediately and was like, This is just a toy commercial. They've said that. He's also said it was his big break and it got him into other Hollywood roles. So, of course, he was happy, you know, to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. He was also (laughs) found to, or like, there's a rumor out there that at a certain point he was refunding people who had seen the movie. That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Which, like, you know he's not proud of it, but I'm sure he's still very thankful for the whole uh-huh. thing. Like, because it did open a lot of doors that otherwise would have been shut. I just, I, it's hard to, like, talk about this guy in any sort of, like, constructive way as the Bruce Wayne Batman character when it so clearly couldn't be bothered about Looking introspective into the Batman character or taking the character in any new direction because the movie was just made to sell toys. And yeah, you can say that about any comic book movie ever made. You can easily put that on there. But when you watch this movie and have like almost no emotional beats whatsoever for the character himself or even, even like a token like badass moment, you really don't get a whole lot of that other than. Just what kind of happens in the movie? Yep. Do we want to give him a thumbs up? I. It's tough. I don't. I don't want to give him a thumbs down because I feel like I'm just you know beating a dead horse here. But he fits this movie though, so I feel like feel like he does get a thumbs up. But the movie isn't good though. No, so why <laughs> can we give him a good thumbs up for fitting in? We'll circle back. Well, we can. It's hard back. not yeah. to dislike.
1: George Clooney though,
2: that's the other thing. Can you separate the two? I don't know. No,
1: no, I no? Don't think so
2: because I like Tommy Lee Jones, and we <laughs> <laughs> obliterated him in we last did. week's episode. Yeah. So I feel like we gotta kind of give him the whole thumbs down. Sorry, Georgie.
1: No, no, no. We disagree. We can disagree. On I'm the gonna show. give him a thumbs up.
2: That's fair. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. This movie is shot. Horribly. Every shot is, like, static, almost. I was getting very bored with, like... I know this is technical. And, like, especially watching movies that are revolving around the same set of characters, Mm -hmm. this one has none of the directing prowess that Burton had or eventually a Nolan has. Like, you know, like... There's no nuance or style to this. It's just, like, here's a shot. Yeah. Reverse shot, back to the shot of Batman, back to the action. It's like. The just, action
1: scenes are so choppy, too. It's,
2: yeah. It's, Every
1: three seconds. It's yeah. just.
2: Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. Yep. The way people fight and fall, the choreography is like almost unseen for the most part, but. But I feel like the cinematography
1: yeah. almost makes up for it because
2: the ice skating
1: fight in the beginning, I kind of like. The set pieces. The set piece, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. Cinematography
2: yeah. is like, yeah, it's, it is. Well, what it no, is. I mean, like. The production side the production of it, production design fits what going. it's been yeah. for a while, yeah, and what it has kind of morphed into with the once again starting the movie off with the bat butts, the bat thighs, the bat yeah. nips,
1: and then we get to bat boobs. By the way, we, we get do to bat, get bat, boobs. bat
2: boobs. What we've all wanted this whole time out of this miniseries. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, Georgie, you get a big two thumbs up from each of us. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll talk about um. Do and
2: go to the villains next. Daniel, you sound so like lost <laughs> a little bit. Like, hey, how do we do the show <laughs> again? Eighty-one episodes, folks. Chat this. Chat this, of course. we got course. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze and Uma Thurman, just like the Fallout Boy song as Poison Ivy.
1: <laughs> just like. Oh, and don't forget, uh, Mr. Antonio Diego. Diego.
2: Yes. Bane? It's Bane.
1: <laughs> Lest we forget.
2: We can't forget about Bane. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Bane. Cool. <laughs> it I love it. Shows up along Poison Ivy. Maybe we should talk about Poison Ivy first instead. Because oh, that kind of goes hand in hand with Bane. Okay. Okay. You know what? Let's talk about Mr. Freeze. <laughs> oh my gosh, pick one. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Victor Freeze. Victor nice. Freeze. Isn't
1: his name Victor? I Victor Fries? So. Fries. <laughs>
2: Dr. Victor Fries.
1: Dr. Victor Fries, of course. I kind of forgot how much I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah.
2: He's just one of those presents that's just in any movie you're excited to see him. He's the original version of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. In this very big. Jason Momoa. Like the OG. Jason Momoa? Yeah. He's not the OG. No, I'm saying he's like the OG of The oh. Rock and oh. Jason Momoa. Oh, well, I was thinking from the wrestling comparison. You know, oh, and, like yeah. the, the big bodybuilder type thing. Okay. Jason Momoa was on Game of Thrones, and he's also Aquaman. Aquaman, Daniel. D- uh, Batista. De Batista played Drax the
1: Destroyer. <laughs> what are we doing? John Cena plays Peacemaker. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of different wrestlers. <laughs> the Undertaker. Macho <laughs> Man, ready set. <laughs>
2: <yeah>. Oh, yeah. Onza. <laughs> he's ready. Dude. Better movie. Bone saw is Mr. Freeze, right? <laughs> yes. I got you for three minutes in the cooler, Batman. <laughs> I love that uh I love
1: that Arnold Schwarzenegger's yelling at his henchman saying, Kill the heroes <laughs> That got a big laugh out of me.
0: Kill the heroes. You're going nowhere. Nowhere. Batman. <laughs> Please time.
2: Give <Can> we- me <laughs> Bonesaw in every movie. The I'd biggest like MCU crossover. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Strange Multiverse of Madness. Bonesaw has entered the multiverse. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd have to
1: target him, though, because he is dead. Really? Rainy Savage's ideas. Wow. R.I.P. Play the music here, the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, we can't for, put for the bagpipes in everything. Yes, we can for Bonesaw. We probably could target him in. i love it. It's, you know, okay, so Mr. Freeze... <laughs> I love him, Mr. Freeze. Can we trust him, though? The, of course. Why? Okay.
1: We what didn't do right? Harvey Dent. Can we trust him last episode? Yes, we did. Cut that out. We did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we made a big point. You're right. We can trust. <laughs> we can trust <laughs> Billy D. We can't trust Tommy Lee. Should we? Should we do
1: uh, Harvey Dent? Can we trust him right now?
2: Uh, this is a NA, like not no, available. No, no, just
1: answer. Can you trust him, Harvey Dent?
2: Right now, I'm yeah. feeling today. No, still, I'm, I'm still sour over last week. I think I'm with you. Yeah, I still I can't can. trust him. Trust him as far as I can throw him. He you trust can. him, Billy D. Can't trust Harvey Lee. Mm-hmm. Harvey Lee. Harvey <laughs> Lee Oswald. No, no. This is the episode we thought last week's was. Last week was actually good. This one is off the rails already. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Tonight's forecast of freeze is coming.
2: Okay. And the freeze is called Arnold. He's like the best part of the movie in terms of rewatchable, right? If I'm Mm -hmm. rewatching this movie, it's for him. Of course. Hands down. He is having the most fun. Hamming it up, saying yeah. these lines with such fervor. Mm-hmm. And whenever it's, it, it, it comes time for him to have an emotional moment to reflect on his now frozen wife, he's <laughs> giving it his all. He believes his wife was really frozen out there. Someone needs to call (laughs) the man and let him know, hey, it was just a movie. (laughs) He's really trying. Yeah, he is. I think he's the best part of the movie. Oh, absolutely. I love his performance.
1: I love him wearing those little polar bear slippers and his little (laughs) robe conducting the little choir. He's just having so much fun. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is known for playing the same role in pretty much every movie, and I think he just jumped on the opportunity to play something wacky like yeah. this, and it shows. And he saves this movie.
2: He saw the Jim Carrey performance and was like, "Yeah, absolutely, I'll hey, do it."
1: Hey Wes, are we sniffing around a baker's dozen?
2: Are we sniffing one? Are we? Are we thinking? No, I think that's oh. a different scent you've got in the air. Right <laughs> okay, now. I thought I don't know. Thumbs up, wholeheartedly, absolutely, without a doubt. I would, I would never even hesitate. You know, because again, what you made your point about George Clooney's Batman in this movie, Schwarzenegger embodies the advertisement feel you get out of this. Where it's like I'm being sold something right now, and I like it when I watch (laughs) him flying around with his little (laughs) jetpack. In his rocket oh, I ship, love it. it's so good. I feel like
1: he legitimately thinks the puns are funny, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's in on the I joke. Love. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> I like, uh, tell me, Batman, can you be cold?
2: Always, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these great. are the questions Batman these needs to ask himself. Of course, a uh, huge thumbs up. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. This mm-hmm. is the role that critics were the least harsh on. Mm-hmm. I don't really, like, she's good. Would I want her as Poison Ivy in, like, a different movie? I don't think I would. You wouldn't? I I don't know. I'm conflicted on her the most because I feel like some of the stuff works, some of it doesn't. A lot of it's dated still. But we do have to, again, give credit where credit is due. She brings the horniness to the movie. Mm. She makes other people horny. She does. That's her superpower. I... And plants. Don't forget about the plants.
1: Uma Thurman's great. Yeah, As an no sh- Yes. Phenomenal. I mean, Kill Bill. We love Kill Bill here at the Bagel Boy Show, don't we? You love Kill Bill. You don't love Kill Bill. I don't love Kill Bill.
2: You like I, it? I like Kill Bill. I don't love it. All right.
1: Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is a little uncomfortable. I almost feel like she didn't understand the assignment to where she took this kind of too seriously. She kind of tried to too hard to make this into something
2: where the other actors caught on to like yeah. oh this is a train wreck Uma Thurman was like hey I've I've, like I've really got to write the ship here yeah sure everything everything I'm doing here is kosher exactly and
1: this is going to sound a little woke and I don't mean it to be but I'm not crazy ooh, about yikes
2: that. everybody who <laughs> turn the episode off now I don't really appreciate the Daniel's about to go whole hog <laughs> I'm about to go whole hog
1: I don't appreciate really the uh, billionaire um, business owner, like, oh, you care about the environment? Oh, you're wacko. Kind of angle they were kind of going with it. It was just like, mm, okay, you're showing your time here a little oh, bit. Oh,
2: like she's the ultimate villain yeah. because she wants to save. Yeah,
1: the I feel like they kind of it screamed nineteen ninety seven to me. It sure. It I, kind of bugged me a little bit.
2: It is. It no, you're. I think you're right because it is weird that like of all the super villains out there. The one you could probably like make a case for like who could be like have like some sort of a, like house arrest sort mm-hmm. of agreement that wouldn't absolutely destroy everything is poison ivy. Yeah. Other than the fact that she wants to kill all humans and over well, of right. plants. There is yeah. that little detail. Everything <laughs> else is about her and, like, you know, keeping the earth alive and <laughs> that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but even George is kinda of laughing at her, like, Oh yeah,
2: you're I don't Well he's a bad man. He is bad. He doesn't You're care right. about plants. He cares about like the concrete jungle at night. Right. That's it.
1: Yeah, I think she took this role too seriously. I would like. I think had it been a Tim Burton movie on par with Forever in oh, the first love one, love to see like, Uma like Thurman a, could have Emma played Thurman, Poison yeah. Ivy. Yeah, absolutely, she could have. So a little just misca- miscast. I'm probably gonna give her a thumbs middle.
2: Probably. I'll go ahead and give her a thumbs up too. Do really, stay positive. Okay. I will. I was conflicted, but. Hearing that, like it's the product of the whole situation, you know. Whereas, like other people, you know, she committed to her bit. She did. She, she did. She wanted to plant the plants and kiss people and kill them. And but why does she team up with Mister Freeze? It doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense. Any sense. And this is has no, This has nothing to do with the performances. This is purely a plot, story, screenwriting issue. It makes absolute zero sense. I'm sorry. There's no way you can convince me otherwise and say, Wes, right. you sound like CinemaSins right now. You should just let the movie have fun. No. I'm sorry, but no. This is my line in the sand yep. where, yes, I get it. It's a comic book movie. Logic gets, gets thrown out the window. You're freezing the world. Plants cannot survive a <laughs> frozen world. I get yeah. they say there's a throwaway line about rebuilding the Earth, but you know Mr. Freeze has no intention of living anywhere except Antarctica, and yeah. he wants Antarctica to be mm-hmm. everywhere, yeah. at all times. Yeah, Poison Ivy knows her powers don't work on Mister Freeze because, as he says, he's gold blooded. Right. I don't. So care what for the it. heck? Where is the end game here?
1: Uh no, that's
2: Avengers. That's Marvel. Right. Yeah, sorry. That's fine.
1: Um. So thumbs middle. You give her a thumbs up. That's cool. No, we you
2: know. didn't answer my question. What? What? How are they going to work together? Oh, I, I actually Make have... it make sense to me, please. Your I Honor, need... I have no explanation. <laughs> Daniel's on trial for the Batman movies.
1: <laughs> I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the whole hog.
2: Okay, tell me the truth on this then. What's your take on Bane? I <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, don't know. It's. I kind of appreciate that he's just a henchman. Uh huh. <laughs> don't show me a picture of the actor
2: this is a picture of the <laughs> actor i just showed he drink. was a wrestler too right he was a re- wrestler do you know his real name francis jeep swenson
1: jeep swenson
2: jeep like the car
1: okay no i wouldn't have guessed that he um he
2: also passed away he passed away the year this movie came out. Now I feel bad. I take it back. Play the bagpipes. No, stop. You can't play the bagpipes <laughs> every time. You can. Every time you we say something passed, passed Yes, play the bagpipes. This is really sad.
1: Man, moment of silence wow. for Jeep. Wow, and his, and for his brother, uh, Chevrolet.
2: Can we please just pay some respects <laughs> <laughs> to him? And
1: His father, Honda. I get
2: it. Like I get the joke, but come on, man.
1: His mother, Volkswagen.
2: You know who also passed away? Like, around the time the movie came out. Yep. Bob Kane.
0: The oh, creator of
2: Batman. That's
1: crazy. Did this movie cause Don't,
0: it? I knew you what? were going to say that!
2: What, did it? <laughs> no, Daniel! Do we have proof? Don't say to play the bagpipes again. <laughs> play the not bagpipes. For, not for <laughs> Bob Kane. We're not. I'm I'm drawing the line there. That's another line in the sand. I won't play it for Bob Kane, because I respect the man too much, Okay. Play the bagpipes. You can keep saying it. I won't be playing that. Okay. That's fine. Play the batpipes. This is Batman episode. I have to. (laughs)
1: Uh, Hey, by the way, the score in this movie and last movie rules. I love the theme song.
2: Yeah. 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 You don't. It just... Okay. No. It's really good. Okay. Compared to the other Batman themes, yeah. That's fine. It's not... The best, it's not even second best, or I guess it would technically have to be third best, right? Because we don't yeah. really have one for Batfleck, right? There's no, the I Nolan, so. the Burton, and the Schumacher score, and now the Giacchino score, which we talked about briefly. I'm already saying that's above Schumacher's score, it's pretty great. Yeah, Jimmy,
1: do the Hans Zimmer score for you. <laughs>
2: For Batman,
1: isn't it? No, that's most of his scores, though.
2: That's most of his scores, yeah. But yeah. the Batman Nolan theme is—you hear, you know it when you hear it. Okay. You. We'll get to that in okay. later episodes. I don't. I don't remember it. But. Well, you'll hear it when you okay. watch the movies, Daniel. Okay. Yeah. Bane, <laughs> thumbs down. Right. He's the, what's funny about yeah. Bane is like if you look at him from like just a purely critical standpoint. It's fun. He's legitimately the most toyetic character. He's like, oh, Bane with super venom action where he, like, blows up and gets all these muscles and whatnot. Yeah?
1: Like. You can visualize this toy with a button on his back that you press and his arms move up and down. Yeah. Yeah. He
2: looks like a toy. Which I'm fine with for this movie. The visuals for the characters all flows really well. No one sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But again, talking about being true to the characters, I get that this is its iteration of Bane and whatnot. But it, it it's it's just he's just some goon. Can you imagine Tom Hardy's Bane? It's <laughs> like guess. Uma Thurman's like, all right, enough monkey business. Who are you calling monkey? I am some reckoning. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> Do you feel like a monkey?
1: I can't wait to do Dark <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> it's just, just going uh, anyway. so we'll to be an episode of covering. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not meant to be taken seriously, seriously. You merely adapted
2: the podcast. I was born in it, <laughs> born and by it. We're going on down to Waynesville. <laughs>
1: It's, it's It writes itself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that joke, I'm sorry. What? I get it was annoying to people because like, we were in high school when Dark Knight Rises came out and we first got yeah. our, our nice slice of Bane pie here f- via Tom Hardy. But the joke to me, I'm, it's still funny. Uh-huh. I know it sucks. Everybody has a terrible Nolan Bane impression. Mm-hmm. Makes me laugh every time. It's great. It's like a one way giggle button for Wesley. Is if you <laughs> whip out that. the Bane voice on something very <laughs> mundane. <laughs> it's like, oh, what shall we have for dinner? All this leftover pasta in the
1: fridge. Can you believe these gas prices? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Wes is giggling over here. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> Sorry. Should we record the web episode on Thursday instead of Wednesday?
2: All right, we overplayed our hand. Now that's not sorry. funny <laughs> No, I'm really embarrassed. Cut that out, please. <laughs> All right, you know what we can't cut out though? Yeah. Bat stats. Woo! <laughs> is this First, the trivia version? It's always the trivia version now, baby. Mm, lay it Bat on me thick. Bat stats. All right. Mister Freeze yep. makes 27 ice-related puns throughout the film. Yep. This is the only Batman movie in which a villain is cast over the actor playing Batman. And Batman himself, through this entire movie, never says Batman. Which is true, Daniel. Bat stats. Bat stats.
1: The third one. He never says Batman. Oh, no. He does. He, he says, does. I'm Mr. Freeze. He goes, I'm Hyatt Freeze. I'm Batman. Yeah,
2: I know. Okay, shoot. Can I change my answer? <sighs> that makes it like a 50-50. It's but... the first one. Oh, wow, 27 it... puns. Yeah, go. 27 puns? Yeah. Is the true one? Yeah. Uh, or no, wait, no, no, that is the real one. I'm oh, sorry. What, good. A tw- what a twist! That's real. That's the real one. I ki- I made up one very similar to that, and that ended up being close, and I changed it to to the correct number, 27. The This is the only Batman movie in which a villain is cast over the actor playing Batman is false. Jack Nicholson was also cast over Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Like, on the posters, as far as billing goes. Was
1: somebody casted above George Clooney?
2: Yes. Schwarzenegger, Clooney. Nicholson, Keaton. Yeah, so that one is false. Okay. So 27 ice-related puns from Mr. Freeze is correct. You can count them if you want to. I will. I don't know what counts as an ice pun when you have snow puns and just general puns. I don't know if we count all of them. Mm, Yeah. Let's go to supporting distracting. Okay. We've got a whole list of people to get through. Some minor, some major characters. But I'd be remiss if we didn't start with Mr. Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) We'll give him his due. He's been in, this is the fourth movie he's been in as Commissioner Gordon. And wow!
1: (laughs) He's something. I really kind of liked him showing up on the Batmobile, giving Batman the lowdown before he gets to freezes. Um, yeah, I, sk- I kind of like that because I was so classic. Dump. Yeah, It's like, "Listen, there's this character. He calls himself Freeze, and he, you know, he's kind of giving him the lowdown." Batman's like, "Interesting." Like, okay, I kind of like that because that's kind of what you want from Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting turned on by Poison Ivy, which I didn't need.
2: Well, okay, we didn't need that from anybody, to be anybody, honest. Anybody, but... but
1: especially Pat Hingle.
2: But I mean, he's here. I mean, he brought such an energy to these movies. Mm -hmm. Regardless of whether or not he was in them a whole lot, every time you saw him, you're like, hey, this guy is very excited to play, you know, second fiddle or third fiddle to Batman. And even though he's not in it a whole lot, I enjoyed him for the most part. I do give him a big double thumbs up for all his stuff. Even though he was very cheesy in these last two movies and he kind of plays into that a lot more than he did in the 89 Batman Mm -hmm. That being said, let's talk about (laughs) Alfred, played by Michael Goh. I wish he would have died already. This is the side plot of the movie that I have a very, very big issue with. (sighs) We can talk about briefly uh, Barbara Pennyworth, or sorry, Barbara Wilson, I think it is. Her name's Barbara. She Mm -hmm. shows up, she becomes Batgirl. She's related to Alfred. Alfred is her uncle. She's kind of here to. Drive the plot along in the sense of like, hey, we're getting another bat person in the Bat Cape eventually. Another crime fighter. But an hour and some change into the movie, she drops on us that, hey, Alfred's really sick. And she tells Robin off about it. And this whole time, Michael Goh just seems very uninspired. He seems like he's mailing it in for this one, which was not true. (laughs) <laughs> for you know eighty nine, unlike Pat Hingle who stays at the same energy level and get, leans more into it, Michael Go just seems like another Batman movie. I've got to be in this one yeah. now. He's showing up for his check. Do you like? Do you like him?
1: No, not in this. No, part. I don't. I I also think it's very cheap to have the whole premise of him being sick and on his deathbed and they imparting all these him. words of wisdom yeah. to Bruce Wayne to have him revived at the end.
2: Like last second, he's already like downloaded his memories like a Jarvis character and you think, okay, this is what they're going to do. But then Mr. Freeze is convinced and turned good to like save Alfred because he has the same disease that his wife has or Mm -hmm. some form of it and they save him. But what was the disease again? I don't know. I can't remember. I keep, we're going to say Crohn's disease. That's not that's not right. Well, the thing is they don't bring that up. There's little, a little hint of like Alfred kind of like seeming like he has heartburn at one point. And you're like, okay, maybe something's going on there. Yeah, a little
1: spicy meatball. Yeah. A little
2: spicy meatball. But then, again, we don't really get the full weight of it until Bruce Wayne tells Robin that, hey, Alfred's not sick. He's dying. And this is like... Going into the third act, mm-hmm. which Alfred as a character has nothing to do with other than once again handing the torch of Batperson to his niece, Barbara, and letting her be the hero in the third act. Yeah. The villains aren't threatening to him because the villains are threatening the entire world, of course. Yeah. There's no stakes with Alfred because you think he's already, like, kind of downloaded himself into the bat computer. That he's just like, all right, I guess he's just going to die maybe. But then they're like, okay, Mr. Freeze can save him. It's it's yeah. weird. Next to the Mr. Freeze working with Poison Ivy thing, this is my least favorite thing that they tried to like mush into the movie. It's very stupid. It's yeah. very
1: stupid. I also, I'm not one to really care when movies don't exactly follow the comics for a couple of reasons. One, I haven't read a ton of comics, so it's not really my place to say that. Wow. But two, it's not... I don't know. The comics don't follow the comics. There's so many different (laughs) storylines that it's okay to take some liberties. I don't really understand why they made Barbara his niece rather than Commissioner Gordon's daughter, which is what she is in the comics. The story wouldn't have changed whatsoever.
2: And to be fair, like if you're going to go off of either one of them, either one of them would have worked if you made it from the beginning about them, whether it was Commissioner Gordon's daughter or Alfred's niece. Yeah. Because they've been, it's been the same actor this entire time. They've been in all of the movies. Mm-hmm. It's a recognizable face and someone we could care about, but we don't because we're still on this grand scale and you don't even know what's happening until the movie's yep. starting to wrap up because you have to introduce this Barbara character with her like little side hustle of outracing people, mm-hmm. which I kind of like. I like the scene. She's really bad in this. Okay, well, let's shift over then well, to, to It kind of ties in together. Yeah, let's talk about Silverstone then. She's really bad in this. Okay, so... Like, you...
1: distractingly
2: bad. Okay, why?
1: It's just, I don't know. It's almost too much ingredients in the pot. It's like, we got enough here. You gave us three villains in a movie.
2: So, is that on her, though?
1: Kind of, she... because it's like, well, what's the point of throwing in Batwoman if she's only going to show up in the last ten minutes of the movie I'm talking
2: strictly performance-based. Strictly performance,
1: based, strictly or... performance I don't think she's very good. I don't. She's not charismatic. She's not really. I don't care about her character by the end of the movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, if you're gonna make her Alfred's niece and Alfred's dying, and you need to make me care, have some emotional weight to her character, but I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they want to sell a Batwoman toy with her.
2: Well, yeah, that's exactly. It just what feels what they
1: if her character feels shoehorned in last minute. Yeah. Take her out of the movie, and I don't think it changes one bit.
2: Or make the movie all about her, which I know they wouldn't have dared done in 1997 with like a female superhero character, which is upsetting. But at the same time, like you said, why even have her in here at all? She's not going to be the main focal point of the story, which she easily could have been. If you had like one villain to focus on and then this B-plot going on with her... That could have been it. But instead, you have the A, B, and C plot of the villains. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bonesaw. Of course. By the time you get to Batgirl, it's like, okay, we got another bat person Not Batgirl. All right. Which is funny because this movie is called Batman and Robin, thinking that exactly. it's going to showcase them working together. But the whole time, they're just fighting because they're so damn horny, They are.
1: They want to have intercourse with Poison Ivy. That is the secret of this movie. They want to kiss
2: her. Let's cool oh. your jets, bud. Oh, read between the lines, you Boy Scout. What do they hey, want to do? This movie's tagline is strength, <laughs> honor, courage, and loyalty. I don't know. That's actually it. I got it. <laughs> but rubber lips are immune to her charms. Yeah, he's got a little kissing
1: condom on this whole time. Ew, kissing on him. I don't like That's that. That's what it is. What else would li- you call? I don't it? like that one bit. That's what
2: it is. No, please censor that. We don't okay, so air. Barbara Wilson distracting. Let's, Do you agree? I think so. I don't think her performance is really that more offbeat than Clooney or Chris O'Donnell in this movie. Chris O'Donnell bless his heart. Looking into like the behind the scenes like interviews and whatnot. Like, he talks about these movies with such fondness and, like, a nostalgia remembering him. Because the stuff I watched was more recent or, like, ten years past uh, Yeah. when this movie came out. And, like, you can see him talking about Batman forever and how excited he was to be in that movie and to become a part of the franchise. And yep. they're like, and then, yeah, something just kind of changed. The mood changed coming back for the fourth one, you know? And I was like, dang, this guy's really just kind of bummed. Yep. I think he still brings the same energy. Chris O'Donnell, I would give him a thumbs up for this. I actually
1: liked him better than this for whatever reason.
2: Probably because it's a little sillier, right? Yeah, his swarminess
1: almost (laughs) kind of just.
2: Even that swarminess.
1: He is. That's the only word I can just
2: use. Is that a word? Swarmy? Swarmy? Yeah. We talked about it. Google it. I've been Googling stuff. I have Googled whole hog and (laughs) (laughs) swarmy. We need to just have like a diary of things that you've. (laughs) a log of words you've googled on the show like during recording so
1: yes but i've been saying it more swarmy swarmy
2: what's the definition insulting
1: term referring to an unsavory person with uh, who's shallow
2: wow that's not him at all False
1: earnestness smug ingratiating
2: swarmy smarmy maybe it's smarmy that i'm trying to say okay how many army words are there swarmy army swarmy i'm gonna make it very clear as clear as i can he is crystal f- <laughs> he's crystal clear. He's
1: shmarmie.
2: That's the one only that word mean. I can use. Sh-ma-r-me? It means
1: he's Robin, and I don't like him. <laughs> Robin. He stinks, and I don't like him.
2: <sighs> That's fair. Fine. Fine. Fine!
1: I, I don't really, because you talked about last episode how they don't have good chemistry. What do you think about this, and the whole plot line is George Clooney doesn't trust him. Batman doesn't trust Robin enough to stand on his own two feet. Do you like that angle? Or I, do you get kind of annoyed with the bickering? Again,
2: I like that angle for like if that was like the movie. Again, weirdly, I know all of these movies have had multiple villains and multiple plot lines and whatnot. Uh-huh. But this one that's supposed to be like the most simple, straightforward, standard way to look at it with no subtext whatsoever. What you see on the screen is what you're getting. Yep. It's so mind-boggling to me that they have like the kernels of like little different movies that could have been something great, like a Batman versus Robin type thing. Mm -hmm. They don't go that route. And I get it, part of it's the poison ivy thing, but it's also started before, you know, when he gets frozen by Mr. Freeze and he has to thaw him out. Like he thinks he's, you know, hot headed and all this kind of stuff. And he wants to
1: stay cold, bird boy. (laughs) Bird that's what he asks him
2: he does he sa- does say that i don't know i we've kind of uh, <laughs> we've let this episode off with saying hey work hey everybody we were like the good cop from lego Movie. hey everyone we're gonna be a little nice <laughs> to this little movie here we know that not everybody's nice to it we're like, get go back to 1997 you <laughs> piece of sh- i
1: still like this movie better than forever i'm gonna give a higher score All you'll
2: right. see you'll uh, see everyone okay uh, okay,
1: okay.
2: <laughs> a few things I want to touch on. Sure. Like I've already talked about Robin's kissing condom, but I want to talk about there's this in the climactic fight with poison Ivy, Robin gets dumped into this little swamp with some plants yeah. and there's a shot of him like getting out of the water with like Ivy over him, trying to like, you know, him trying to rip out of the plants yep. before drowning and then the shot is reversed to make it look like he's being sucked back into yeah. the water. It looks so it's weird. So bad. They could have just shot... Like, this movie had a huge budget. What are you doing reversing a shot like we wouldn't notice? Like, some sort of, like, weird Instagram video. I know. Don't like it. It's
1: got the boomerang effect on it? It did. Yeah. And that was
2: what it was. Going to a positive. I know I'm kind of ping-ponging here. The set design, and even though the CGI is a bit dated... I love the huge giant statue in the car chase. Yeah, that they're driving through. I know that's not really a very authentic version of Gotham, but it seemed like the natural progression from the Burton 89 to Returns to Forever and now this one where it's like what is Gotham City? What is the architecture I going on I have no here? clue. It's, it's insane, wild. but I kind of like it a I lot. Do. It looks very when I see it it's instantly It looks like Coruscant. Yeah, from Star Wars. Yeah, big city planet. Yes, everyone knows. There is a little biker kid boy from the bike scene. Did you mm-hmm. see him? Little biker kid? Little Bart Harvey Jarvis. You like him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's great. He's great. <laughs> He's got like little spikes on his head.
1: I like that motorcycle racing quite a bit.
2: Yeah. They that's pretty cool. Like I want a movie of just that. Like mm-hmm. give us a movie of the Gotham Underbelly from the Schumacher universe where you've got these weird like glow stick gang from the, from forever who we forgot to talk about but then also this whole like biker gang thing where they're racing these death races essentially. Yep. And you can just pay people to get in. Like it looks awesome. Way more interesting than whatever Batman has going on in this We'd movie. Like it. Poison Ivy Switchblade I just thought that was unexpected. <laughs> kind of it cool, pretty cool. Of all the things that she was going to whip out to like try to fight the heroes, a switchblade was not <laughs> one of the things I thought she would use.
1: What did you think about Batman's American Express card? He
2: never leaves the cave without it. The Bat credit card. One of the most infamous scenes in the whole Batman franchise. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Are we doing a moment of silence? I, for- I
2: want to know where it came from. Like, Who thought of it and how it got into the movie where it's like it had to be greenlit by somebody like was it just a joke written in the script and they're like oh this will be funny because they do have that whole back and forth when they're first fighting over poison ivy yep and it's just i, I don't know man it's not for the movie it adds that like that meme ness you know yes. that you're so bad it's funny type thing where it's like i can't believe they've done this mhm i mean batman and robin go on this very muddled adventure. Batgirl gets introduced. Alfred almost dies. And Mr. Freeze starts to freeze the world by the end of the third act, the third act. I don't want to say feels rushed, but again, it's for something as global as what their threats are. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just in this little observatory with a telescope that they've turned into a freeze laser And Batman's really only saving... Yeah, he's saving the whole world. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, these two scientist people that are kind of, like, dangling on the edge of the telescope. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is just me. Like, even watching it as a kid, I was like, okay, like, Batman's kind of cool for trying to save these people. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, the whole world is at stake here. If two scientists die, like, it's okay. (laughs) You just got to stop Mr. Freeze, Batman. (laughs) This movie is wacky, weird, wild, and it is very much a toy commercial. I know that's the most basic take you can have, but I do want to say that's not without enjoyment. Of course. Let's give this some potent quotables. Let's do some potent quotables now before we get into final thoughts we're gonna do the compilation we'll do the compilation of all the arnold stuff just so people if they were thinking about re-watching this or wanted to skip it you still get the nice little nuggets that are arnold shouting ice related puns in his costume
0: tonight's forecast a freeze is coming allow me to break the ice you are not sending me to the cooler freeze well what killed the dinosaurs the ice age! Stay cool, bird boy. Let's take some ice. Show some mercy. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold. To your pleas of mercy. All right, everyone. Chill. It's a cold town. Revenge is a dish best of cold. Winter has come at last. Freeze. Freeze ice I see winter I see. freeze winter five and frozen icy freeze winter ice. freeze winter winter freeze cold Frosty.
1: I want a car. Chicks love the car. This is why Superman works alone. That's the first lines of the movie. Robin this wants a so car! So he wants the car, and I don't know why Batman's so annoyed with him. This is why Superman works alone.
2: It's like he just Superman said he likes doesn't the car. need a car, he can fly. I know, It's not it's a like, problem that dude, Superman has. He just likes the car. We know this. He stole it in the other movie. <laughs> the other car. <laughs> I, one of their exchanges later on is after, you know, this side plot of Alfred, you know, being sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he confronts like. Mark's <laughs> laughing because Clooney's delivery on it is so weird. <laughs> He's like. I can't believe it. Alfred's sick. He's like, Alfred's not sick. He's dying. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> dramatic. It's like, hold on. I think yes. he, th- he thought he was on ER for a second there. <laughs> we will be the last two people on Earth. Yes. Adam and Evil. I can't believe I forgot to write down Adam and Evil. Adam and
1: because Evil. Because I paused the movie. You had to mind. take a break, right? <laughs> I did. I had to go get something. So <laughs> it's like, I, those are words I just heard. A bat bomb.
2: (laughs) There's a bat bomb in this movie? There's a lot of good, like, back and forth between Batman and Robin that for some reason just tickled me. Uh, After arguing and bickering over Poison Ivy for, like, the third time, he he just looks at Robin and he's like, she wants to kill you. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I do like and that. And it's one of the few times, I feel like it's on purpose. It's yeah. one of the few times he calls him Dick instead of, of Robin or just doesn't address him by his first name at all. One
1: quote that kind of made me uncomfortable was You're pretty good at this, little girl. Well, watch and learn, little boy.
2: Batgirl and Robin saying mm-hmm. that to each other. I, I didn't like that. Don't call her little girl. Yeah. Don't call him a little boy. He was kind of hot for her when he first saw her, right? He was like, mm-hmm. really like, objectifying and attracted to her. As soon as he opened the door, he was like, oh, please be looking for me. Like, he really wanted to just get with that girl. Yeah. Which is weird. That whole dynamic in the, in the Wayne Manor at this point has got to be odd. And at the end, I like after Alfred is healed and everybody's, like, putting their hands together for, like, a, a huddle, which is, like, one of the most awkward things to do in real life if you're not actively playing sports. And Alfred looks at them all and he says... We're gonna need a bigger cave. Ugh. No, they say uh, partners. Partners.
0: Partners. And then, he, then he says, we yeah, yeah. need a bigger cave.
1: But I hate that they have to say partners three times. Um, partners. Damn. Damn. Damn's not good. Those hardy mirrors are frozen.
2: The thawing beam won't work. Mm. Damn's not good. Damn's not good. No, it's not. You know what also isn't good? the box office performance for a Batman movie called Batman and Robin while forever was very successful it was not critically successful in this movie they caught on everybody we play the bagpipes in the section no <laughs> for the <laughs> for the love of god for the poor box office performance everybody the word of mouth spread quick critics were not up on this movie and people were just kind of tired of this version of this perverted, twisted version of Batman that is no longer even trying to be a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. George Clooney said at the last day of shooting, I think we just killed the franchise.
2: It, and they did. Yep. They, they killed the franchise. You know, the, the successful animated show, which we will talk about that feature film Ooh. next week was successful and was very praised as far as that goes, and, yep. but it was its own thing. It had built its own universe which is a lot easier to do with superhero things, which is why Marvel is so successful and yada, yada, yada. Yep. This movie, though, isn't without merit in the sense that, like, from a purely entertainment group watching standpoint and for the rewatchable scale, which is seek it out, watch with friends, if it's on, what's the mood, and stab my eyes. This is very much a watch with friends. Watch with
1: friends, absolutely. If we If you agree on that.
2: aren't doing that, it is the most definitive stab my eyes because the only reason you would get enjoyment out of this in 2022 and beyond is to ironically watch it and make fun of it because it is easy to make fun of and it Mm -hmm. is easy to digest when you're with a lot of friends and people that you care about or who even who care about batman i think all batman fans should see this movie so that they better appreciate Batman when he does come around in a very genuine way. Absolutely. Should we talk about some bagels? Give this we thing a score? Give
1: it a score. I'm going to go first. Sure. 5.8. 5.
0: 5.8? 5.
2: Yeah. You're full of shit.
1: I like it better than Forever.
2: I do. Okay, I knew that. But yeah. But 5.8? Dude, I gave the last one 4.5. Okay, that 4.6 is a number, Daniel. I know, but I'm
1: saying I got more enjoyment out of this... Purely for Arnold Schwarzenegger, you bump it up a whole bagel.
2: Yeah, so that leaves it at what? Five point 5. 5. So point three of a bagel. Oh my! It's just. I don't know, man. I feel like we should give more crap to each other on our opinions. I'm we've, sorry. Got, we've gotten too soft. We have. I uh. disagree with you, Daniel. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll just. What. <laughs> no <laughs> oh, man it's fine what are you gonna give this a 2.6 no oh. no no i'll give it like a 3.9
1: so you like forever better
2: yeah oh yeah Rewatching him them this time because again bagel scores twisting our arm if we still have to give numerical scores to movies i'm going to look at it as like yes the mix of objectivity from like Watching all of these movies that I have over the last few years for this podcast, but also my definitive personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So, again, I can't really judge you, but what the hell's the point of this if I can't judge your opinions and push back on them because everything is so subjective nowadays? But I don't no, know. Am this I laughing not... throughout the
1: movie, and am I having a good time? Sure. Did
2: you this time watching it yes. alone? Really, yes, I did okay. I did not okay, I did with forever, so that's where my and maybe mostly because of Jim Carrey, right? Mostly because of Jim Carrey, and again, I'm not you know gonna say that that's some like landmark of film or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but I do think that that one was had a lot more interesting ideas that weren't executed well, whereas this one still had some ideas. But they weren't even concerned about trying. No. Like they, they just kind of, per happenstance, had some cool thoughts along the way that yeah. snuck into the movie yeah. somehow. It's not a good movie. It is a good time with friends. It doesn't get a whole lot of bagels from me. So 3.9 That's fine. at most. That's fine. Uh, I'm
1: telling you, you take Arnold Schwarzenegger out of this movie and I'm back at like a 4.
2: Well, no, 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 no. But see, if you put Bone Saw in, it comes up to He's like He's ready, Daniel. It comes up to like an 8 uh let's rank the movies okay so i know this is gonna put us into let's start at the top what's funny what's really funny about this is normally it's a fight for the top today it's a fight for the bottom no it's
1: not a fight if you let me have batman returns on top then i'll let you put Batman. easy
2: that's not i know shoot from the hip so batman returns at the top still batman 66 yep batman 89 batman forever batman and robin right sure yeah
1: i yeah sure yeah i think i would put 66 below 89 like i said
2: before but that's fine that is crazy is it 66 should still be at the top <laughs> no yeah no it shan't be it shan't but when we do mask of the phantasm that might get a little tricksy tricky because it's animated how can you compare what you been watching, Daniel? We can um, talk about it this time because we've we've given ourselves enough time, you know.
1: Um, yes. What have I been watching? Great question, mm-hmm. uh, Wesley. As I pull up my letterbox, do you not
2: remember what you've watched between. No, the I, truly I can don't. tell you. I, I know watched... what you've watched. Hold on, before you okay, let me guess. say it. Say
1: what I was going to say. You watched West Side Story. I did watch West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Steven Spielberg doing his thing. It's great. Um, House of Gucci. Pretty good movie. Okay. Pretty good movie. Uh a little long. Mm-hmm. So strap yourself in. Unnecessarily long, unfortunately. Uh, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga steal the show, unsurprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Leto was very bad. Very bad. Ben Bland is right. Mm-hmm. Um he did not overstate that. But honestly, not bad enough that it overshadows the good movie.
2: Okay. And, That's yeah. Fair. I watched the 2018 movie Annihilation. Oh, that's uh, a pretty good movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's wild. Very much so. I couldn't tell you what the heck it's about. I've been like in the deep dive of, like trying to figure that movie out because there's a lot of like deep, rich symbolism and themes that Batman and Robin just doesn't have. No. <laughs> I it's needed to I though. needed a break. I was like, what is something that like I can really just dive into after watching these two Batman movies? And I was yeah. like, Annihilation seems like it's got a lot of things going on that actually leads somewhere and can be interpreted in different ways, whereas these last two Batman movies have just been surface-level Batman movies. Yeah. So, so yeah, the music was, and the score in the whoa, third act whoa, that kicks in. Yikes! It's great. It is intense, for sure. Uh, It's on Netflix still, if you haven't seen it. Check out Annihilation. Highly recommend it. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's really it? Other than, you know, the Batman movies that we've been talking about.
1: That's all that you've watched? hmm Annihilation. Really? No shows or anything? Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, yes, to our Batman absolutely. series. We're so excited to be talking about Batman. Uh, tune in next time for Mask of the Phantasm, the, an yes. animated movie. Not the only animated movie we'll cover in the series, so, but uh, Warner Brothers produced.
2: Mm-hmm. We uh, it's a little out of order. I know we normally do things in chronological, like release order. Right, however. We felt like it was better to talk about these 80s and 90s Batman movies before covering the 1993 Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which was theatrically released and based off of the 90s cartoon show, which still holds up very, very, very well. Of course. I That's something I still recommend to anybody, especially, again, if, if, if I'm saying Batman and Robin is required viewing for Batman fans, the Batman animated show, and especially Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Is something you absolutely must watch. Mm. and We'll get into our takes and opinions on that next time. I've been Wesley. I have been Daniel this whole time. Thank you, Luke Robbins, for our theme song as always. Bless those Blarts of yours. Bless those Farts. Best Bless those Blat. No, excuse me? Go ahead.
1: No, Blat what? Continue. No, that. no,
2: I wanted you to say
1: it. Oh, you mean to say yeah. it? Yeah. Bless those Rhubarb's. The. <laughs> I'll cut it. Go ahead. Bless those rhubarbs because you never rub another man's rhubarb. We know that. don't.
2: And those bat blarts and bat farts. Thank you all so much. And uh, as always, like Daniel said last time, maybe Bagelface will show up next week. Maybe not. Probably not. He will. Absolutely not. <laughs>